0: is uh, we're going to wrap up our series on the armor of God, and uh, it's going to be kind of a a review. I'm going to show you, uh, we're going to go over the different armor that we've been going over, and uh, I'll show you kind of some more things. So if you missed one of them, uh, if you missed one of them, you can always uh, listen on the app or go to livingspring.com. But the idea is that we have, you know, life is tough, right? Life is difficult. And so, Uh, but we don't have to do it alone, and we don't have to go in completely unprotected. And that the word of God says that there's these things called the armor of God. And so uh, I'll read the scripture, and we'll go through them and uh, review, and then we'll end uh, with a a final instruction of what you're supposed to do once you have all this armor on. It says, Ephesians 6.10 says this, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil and heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. Then he goes on again. Stand firm then, okay? And here's what he says. The first, the first thing we, what we talked about was uh, the belt of truth. And uh, I had a weightlifting belt. Not that I would even know how to use this thing. But, um, uh, and we talked about the idea that everything starts with truth. And if, if we don't have truth... My joke was, if you don't have truth, then your pants fall down. <laughs> then you, you, just, you can't fight if, you, if you're not girded up, right? And, and the belt would also hold together all the other armor. And so we talked about how important it is to start with truth. And you'll notice, some of the armor you have on all the time. Other pieces of the armor we take up, okay? So your belt of truth, you're going to have on... All the time, right? Everything has to start with truth. Facts over your feelings, okay? That's what we talked about on the belt of truth. The next thing we talked about was uh, with the breastplate of righteousness. And I have this body armor that, that I put on and looked magnificent, by the way. Um, and uh, this was, uh, when we talked about the breastplate of righteousness, that holiness is a protection for you. The fact that God has Things you can do and things you don't do isn't because he's just up there making stuff up. He knows what's best for us. And so this, this body armor, if you, if you were in law enforcement and you were going uh, to lunch or to the donut shop or whatever, I'm just playing. That was, that was a low blow. No, you, you wouldn't take this off. You'd never take this off. You always have it on. And in the same way, we talked about that oftentimes it can become uncomfortable to have our breastplate of righteousness on, it can be uncomfortable to do the right thing. It can be uncomfortable to change, and so we talked about the breastplate uh, of righteousness. That is so cool. Oh man, uh, in place, yeah. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, and Pastor Michelle talked about that, and we talked about the idea of like everywhere we go, we that's the, the, that's our feet shod. I didn't have any. I mean, you. I have shoes on, so you can look at them. Um, but, but everywhere we go, we bring this gospel of shalom with us. So we have that. And then uh, I, I talked about um, taking up the shield of faith. And we have the shield here. And uh, what we talked about is... Um, uh-oh, my helmet is... Okay. Anyway, what we talked about was that this is not a defensive piece of armor. It defends you... As you advance, and we talked about all the examples Jesus gave of being a, someone having great faith or being a person of faith, uh, all of those examples, every one of those was taking a big risk. And so, um, uh, and so we talked about that, that, that in fact, the, 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 the shield isn't something that you hide behind and cower like, oh, oh, I'm just going you know, to have my faith. No, you're, you're marching forward. That's why there's arrows in there. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, Flaming arrows. Made that with my bare hands. Okay. Um, Then, we said, take the helmet of salvation. And that was this. And we talked about the idea that not only do do helmets protect your head, but that they also are your identity. And we talked about the importance of protecting our mind. And we talked about the idea that we have the mind of Christ. And we also talked about... Each one of these helmets would be different, and this was their identity. And we talked about the idea that if our identity is not rooted in Christ, then we're going to have a culture define our identity, and that's not uh, helpful at all. And then um, Reed last week uh, stabbed me on stage uh, without any respect for my authority. Uh, but he talked, about, he talked about the sword of the Spirit, And uh, how there's different swords for different things. This one's plastic, by the way. That's why I can lean on it. Um, but, But the main point was that if you don't know how to use the sword, you not only endanger yourself, but you endanger those around you. And his other fantastic point was that the enemy does know how to use the sword of the Spirit. The enemy does know how to use the Word of God. So we had an amazing... Uh, men's group on Tuesday, where we just sat around and asked Reed just smart questions, and he's like super brilliant, Doctor Metcalf Okay, so uh, that was really that was really cool. So, so we have all this with us. So, what, what do you think the next thing Paul is going to say to us? You know, so go get him, Tiger. You know, or you know, so again, watch out. He switches on a dime and he switches on a dime because the idea of our armor being on and us knowing how to use it and all those different things, Paul's point is not for us to then just be successful in life. It's for us to watch out for each other. So as we talked about with the shield of faith, it's really important that I'm standing next to another brother or sister that has their shield on so that now we're protected together. So Paul's very next thing that he says is this, with all prayer. Now, if you notice, there's four all, I call this the all, the all verse. <laughs> it's four alls, right? So if you're from the South, it's all y'all. Uh, but those, that's, that's it. It's a, there's four of them. And so this morning, what we're going to do is we're going to go through each one. It talks about the frequency of prayer. It talks about Um, What what does prayer look like? And for some of you, I'm really hoping that by the time we get done with this, that you will feel more comfortable being able to go before your Heavenly Father. That you would realize that prayer is not a talent that you learn. Prayer is not something magical that, you know, some people get their prayers answered and some people don't. Uh, And so hopefully you'll leave here wanting to pray more, and being comfortable being a person of prayer. And so uh, he says, with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit and pray with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. So here's my point for this morning, okay? And hopefully this will help you. Everything in your life is a reason to talk to God. Everything in your life. So if you've divided up your prayer into like, well, this is the spiritual stuff, and then, and then you know, it, you're like, what about my football fantasy? Every time I make my picks, I'm praying to God, like, <laughs> Lord, 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 please, like this week, like, don't let Patrick Mahomes get injured, right? No, but but think. Of, I want you to think about it this way. So my my uh, grandkids are in town. And uh, my daughter, uh, my uh, granddaughter calls me Grandpa, right? I don't care what comes out of her mouth after Grandpa. <laughs> I just love being called Grandpa. Like, I love her. And in the same way, your Heavenly Father wants to hear about everything in your life. You say, John, doesn't he already know? Yes. Doesn't that make it cool? Because when I know something that you're telling me... I shut down. I'm like, I already know that. I go, okay, thanks, you know, whatever. But your heavenly father goes, oh, no, I know. I know. I just want to hear from you. I just want to talk to you. So we're going to break this down and kind of look. Hopefully, uh, you'll be encouraged uh, as we we see it. Okay, the first part, he says, with all prayer and petition. Another version of the Bible says, with all types of prayers. So this means, you know, for some of you, you don't feel comfortable talking to God because you think that there's a way to do it. Some, maybe you'll hear somebody who's been praying for a long time, and you're like, Man, that dude knows how to pray. Like, Heavenly Father, we beseech thee upon the... You know, they're just rattling off, and they look so calm, and, you know, and, and you're just like, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't do it. No, the Bible says all, with all prayer and petition, it doesn't matter what it is. He wants to hear from you. These could be prayers of praise. God, thank you so much for just the ability to, you know, get out of bed this morning. Now, the thank you for, um, you know, maybe maybe you've come a long way in your faith, or and you're like, Lord, thank you that I, I mean, I used to be this way and now I'm this way. Thank you so much. All kinds of all kinds of petitions, Lord. I, if you're single, you, Lord, I I, I want to get married. Can you help me find the right spouse? He, it does not matter what it is. It can be prayers of complaints. God, I don't feel like this is fair. Like, where are you? Like, why, why, why haven't you fixed this yet? You see what I'm saying? All, all types of prayers. Look, look what it says here. Oh, and the other thing I was going to tell you was, we're going to be jumping all over the Bible. We're just going to be jumping around. Jump up, jump up, and get... No, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that just popped into my head. Uh, but, um, but the reason we are is because prayer, like righteousness, like salvation, like the Word of God, is just a very large topic. So I'm going to be cherry-picking some of the verses out uh, with this. So with all prayer and petition. Philippians 4:6. you guys probably know this one. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Every situation, it says. As a matter of fact, um, uh, I preached a sermon on this particular thing and um, I, my point was uh, ev- every anxious thought is a call to prayer. I, I put written houseius, so it sounded like an early church father, I, but it was really just me, <laughs> I, right? I, I just thought it looked cool, you know, uh, you know what, whatever. But 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 the reason I the reason I, I like this is I have a buddy who's in a Muslim country and they're, they're a, the prayer starts at like 6 a.m. and and uh, and I said what do you do like when your whole like you're in a culture where everybody like has a rug and like prays at a certain time he goes I I pray like, like that's my call to prayer too and so uh, and so I was thinking about that with anxiety because I I used to struggle with anxiety. I began to think of the anxious thought like, oh man, what happens to this? As a reminder to pray, right? So that was just back in the day. Remember, this one is still everything in your life is a reason to talk to God. Look at, uh, um, uh, so we, we, we talk about everything to God. Those prayers don't have to be formulaic. They don't have to be perfect. Think about any other relationship you have. So I've been married 34 years Uh, we dated for six years before that so we've been together for 40 years and um yeah 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 well she deserves better (laughs) so anyway (laughs) she she's still just waiting for me to mature but um it's coming honey it's coming uh but right, but, but imagine if every time I talked to her, she corrected me, or like, oh, that, you don't say it that way, or whatever. She's not going to do that, because she loves me, and that's not good for the relationship. Your Heavenly Father is the same way. All prayer and petition. Just talk to Him. Just talk to Him, okay? Now, so the second thing is, the second all, okay, is pray at all times in the Spirit, okay? Now, we're going to Connect with that in a second because in a church this size and for people watching online, you might already have an idea of what praying in the Spirit means, okay? So let's just hit the all times. First Thessalonians 5.17, pray continually, right? It's all through the Bible. Just keep praying. Just pray about everything. Like I said, every situation in your life is a reason to talk to God. Just, just bring it up. Bring it up, whatever, whatever it is. Tell them your heart. Share your heart with them right but what does it mean to pray in the spirit so if you go to a charismatic church or if you've been to a charismatic church they might have taught you that that means praying in tongues right which is fine we believe in praying in tongues we that's all good okay but that's not what praying in the spirit means see because if that were the case then paul would be only talking to people who pray in tongues right now but he's not he's talking to everybody he didn't pull some gift, gifted person aside, someone who has the gift of tongues, and say, hey, you know, all that other stuff about the armor, you know, that was just for them, but this is a little thing between you and I. No, he's telling everyone to pray in the Spirit, so therefore, it cannot be just praying in tongues, because not everybody has the gift of tongues, if that makes any sense. And that's fine if you have the gift of tongues. I can speak in tongues, and so, but that's not what he's saying, pray, pray in the Spirit, Right? Watch what it says in Jude 20, um, and just if you're new to the Bible, the reason it says Jude 20 is there's only one chapter, so you just say the book and the verse, though. So, I don't know. I had to be taught that, so. Uh, but you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, okay? And so there's this idea that as you're being built up, there, there's going to be a connection, between what the Spirit of God is doing in your life and how you pray. Jesus said it this way. They said, Jesus, how do we pray? And he said, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is a connection of what I'm going through to my heavenly Father. Okay? So that's, that's the idea. Most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians, just a chapter before what we were going to, he says this, do not get drunk with wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so the idea here is that don't medicate your way out of your issues. Talk to God about them. Invite the Holy Spirit. Don't try to avoid feeling a certain way, like, oh, I'm gonna drink, so I'm not so stressed, or I'm gonna, you know, Smoke weed so I can calm down or whatever. He's, he's, the whole point that uh, Paul's saying is, you don't need to do that. Bring it up to your heavenly Father, right? And so that's what he says. Here, but here's my, here's my favorite one, and this is, this is where I get to praying in the Holy Spirit. It's Romans eight twenty six. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. Now, let me me tell you something. This is so encouraging to me because what it means is God already knows you're not good at praying, He knows you're terrible at praying you don't know what you're praying for. It says, why, why would you say that to me? Well, I didn't. Paul did, and it's in Romans. We do not know what we ought to pray for. You say, well, how do you pray? Well, you pray, you share as best you can what's on your heart and what you think, and then the Spirit goes, uh, I know what you're trying to say, right? So, you know, if, so speaking about Spanish, so, uh, we often need those uh, traducción. We need translation, right? And so, if, if I'm if I'm speaking English, and some a Spanish speaker comes on campus, I can understand if they're in the first grade what they're what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a second, five second, five. Uh, anyway, um, right? But my friend Claudia, when she translates. It's the whole thing. It's the, she, she gets the whole thing. She gets the feeling. She gets, okay, here's what they're going through, and I, I, I can just get the words, right? Your Holy Spirit is translating for you when you speak to your heavenly Father. That Come on. That is so encouraging. It means even if I'm not good at it or I'm like, God, you know, I, you know, I'm really upset. You haven't changed this thing. And the Holy Spirit's like, well, he didn't really mean he was that upset. So, I didn't, you know, it's like, it's like what a gift. What a gift. And I hope when you go to pray this week, because I hope you're going to be praying more and you're more excited to pray, that you know that you're Holy, the Holy Spirit wordless groans. Like, unfortunately for my prayers, that means he's just going, ugh, you know. But I don't know what he's doing. But it's a perfect translation. You see what I'm saying? That is praying in the spirit. Okay. Um, Listen to this. Galatians 4, 6. Because you are his sons and daughters, God sent his spirit and his son into our hearts. Okay. The spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So, okay, here's the thing. If you think you're good at praying and you have all sorts of really cool words and you're like, wow, I'm really good at praying, guess what the Holy Spirit's doing, going, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. So he's going to mess up your prayer anyway, right? But that's the heart of the Holy Spirit. He just wants you to get his Father's heart. That's what praying in the Spirit is. I want to connect my heart and mind with the Spirit of God so that I'm being trained to pray For the right thing. Okay. All all kinds of prayers. At all times. In the spirit. Okay. And he goes on. And with this in view. Be on the alert. With all perseverance. So these prayers are all kinds of prayers. all, All different ones. At all times. In the spirit. Okay. With a watchful eye. In other words. Being present. In other words, going, you know what, as I was praying, I noticed something about myself. As I was praying, I, 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 I think I might be off in a little bit on how I'm, how I'm seeing the world around me, how I'm seeing. You know, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I've been like, Lord, you know, I, I, I ask for your forgiveness, you know, about something probably related to my marriage. And, uh, and the Lord might say something to me because he... I just hear him a lot in questions, and he'll say like, oh, is forgiveness important to you? And then I'll think, okay, who am I not forgiving, right? I'm asking him for forgiveness, but am I being a person that is forgiving? Well, that's the Spirit of God. That's what happens. And so I, I have to be alert to that rather than just praying and all perseverance, which means that a lot of times what the Bible is telling you is that your prayer might not get answered. That's why you persevere. Because maybe, maybe God isn't going to change the situation. He wants to change you. And that takes perseverance. And so the reason I bring this up is because there are some paths of theology that and, 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 it, and it makes sense that you keep persisting. You know, he's, Jesus even told a parable about persisting. And then finally God will give you what you want. Well, keep persisting, but you may or may not get it. But I know for a fact God will begin to change your heart. Here's what 1 Peter 4, 7 says. <laughs> this was 2,000 years ago, so it's even more true now. The end of all things is near, Okay. So I would expect his next thing to be, so (laughs) nothing you can do about it. It's covered, right? No. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind that you may pray. In other words, as you're watching, and here's the way I apply this to my life. As I watch culture and where we're going as a nation, as different, how tribal we are and all that, I just have to be alert and be like, okay, Lord i got to make sure, am I participating in, in something? Remember, remember the scripture before this is like our, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, the rulers, the powers of, of this, this darkness, this dark world. And so we have to be alert. Is there something that's going on in my heart that culture is uh, lead, leading me to, right? Jesus, he's kind of famous. He said this, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation... The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So Jesus even says, like, hey, you guys got to pay attention, man. You got to pay attention. You're going to want to uh, not, uh, you're going to want to disengage. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, flesh is weak. Uh, here's what Colossians 4, 2 says. Devote yourselves to prayer. Again, that's that perseverance. Being watchful and thankful. So, in other words, this is... the. The, all types of prayers, like the Scripture and the Lord isn't interested in like a certain way you have to pray, and he's not into uh, and he's not into um, like fanciness, but he is interested in at all times and being watchful, being of sober mind, uh, and being thankful. And then he ends with this: Ephesians six eighteen. He ends with this is your fourth all, and petition. For all the saints. Now, if you want to change your prayer life, okay, you say John, like what? What would be the one thing that you know? What, what one pro tip on how to pray your prayer life? Stop praying for yourself and just only pray for other people. <laughs> There's something that that, ha- that happens, and for a brother and sister in the Lord, you know, being a follower of Jesus, and this isn't an us versus the world thing, but it is hard. It is hard to do the right thing when you don't want to do the right thing. It's hard. I mean, Paul says it this way. um, I I buffet my body. In other words, I make blows to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself would not be disqualified. It's hard to be holy. It's hard to be righteous. It's hard to forgive. It's hard to serve, right? And so we all need prayer for each other. As we go through different things. And so um, I just, we don't have too much time to spend on that one because it's so self, I mean, you pray for, pray, pray for others. So uh, one of the things you can do is to um, have a list, okay, of like 10 people that you pray for. You rotate. You know, we always pray for our kids and we, uh, you know, I pray for my kids, my grandkids, all that. But but like what we were doing in men's ministry for a little bit was I just Picked somebody's name and you just put it on the fridge. And I'm going to pray for that dude, you know, throughout the week. Pray for all the saints. That's what he says. It it, it changes us. It changes us. And because we have all of our armor on, because that's the context of this scripture, it's with this mindset of, man, I want them to live in the fulfillment, the true fulfillment of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Because it might be hard, but it's awesome. Right? And so we pray for all the saints. Then uh, uh, he goes on. I just wanted to add this one section of scripture because it's so encouraging to me. This is the Apostle Paul. Okay? So if anyone is more spiritual than your pastor, which is hard to find, but Paul would be it. Right? Right? I'm just playing around. New people are just like, well, who is this dude? (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know myself. Okay. Uh, but right, so, so you think like, oh, Paul, I'll bet, I'll bet his prayers, I'll bet his prayers are just awesome. Probably, yeah, here's what Paul says. Pray also for me, listen to this, that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. This dude is one of the most prolific evangelists in the history of the world. And you know what he saying? You know what he's saying? Can you pray I get my words right? Can you, can you pray? You know, I, I just, I want to make sure I do the gospel justice. Do you know how much God loves those prayers? Like when you have a brother or sister and you're praying for them and they're going through something at work. And you say, Lord, I pray for, you know, whoever, John and that he would when he that situation he's got with his with his boss would you give him the right words to say and so that he would walk in in freedom and victory and you know you, you know what I'm saying like Paul requested this which means as we share the gospel ourselves and you know I don't know if you've ever had to share your faith but it's like super nerve-wracking or maybe you're really good at it but I'm always just like uh, you know like isn't that encouraging? Yeah, Paul said, no, I need, I need words. I'm not, I'm not, I need help with this too. He goes on. He says, uh, fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I might declare it fearlessly as I should. We got the four y'alls, okay? We got, we pray for all kinds of prayer and petitions, so I, I hope you are encouraged this week as the worship band comes, comes back up. I hope that you are encouraged this week to realize, you know what? I'm going to talk to him about everything, like everything, and just try it and see, see what happens. It can be awkward at first. I've, I've done this before. So many of you have told you this story with me. Uh, I was at a conference and... Um, The pastor was, I wasn't a pastor at that time. I was still in business. And a pastor was preached uh, out of Philippians. That I may know him, the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings. And he kept saying that I may know him, that I may know him, that I may know him. And I'm like, bro, we got it. That you may know him. I get it. And like I said, the Lord speaks to me in questions. And he said, do you know me? And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Do I? And I realized, and so what I did, I used to drive my, drive my um, car into work every morning. It was like 40-hour commute. I'm 40, well, on the five, it was a 40-hour commute. If you, uh, No, it was uh, 40 minutes. And I used to put my briefcase down, and uh, the men all know this from men's ministry. But I take it off, and I tell Jesus, sit next to me. I, I want to know you. I want to know you. And, and, and so, so my prayer, uh, as you guys kind of head out this week, that you would be creative, all types of prayers and petitions, at all times, praying in the Spirit of God, right? With all uh, being alert and persevering, and you pray for all the saints. And so uh, I hope that this week, as you kind of uh, go throughout your day, email me, okay? Because these things are so encouraging to people. John at livingspring.com, or you can hit me up, DM me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But, but uh, I want to hear your stories. My story is that I removed the briefcase and I just talked to Jesus when I'm driving, and most of it is, oh, sorry, Jesus, I didn't know you could hear that after I honked my horn. But um, uh, but just going through this, I, I want to hear your stories. And if uh, they can be anonymous or whatever, I, I want to share them with different people and go, let me hear what, you know, what I heard from somebody. Or I'll even, like, if Marquise sends me one and he says, yeah, it's okay, I'll say, let me hear what my, my friend Marquise said that he is doing this week. You know, he's got these 10 people at work that he's praying for every single day. So here's what we're going to do we're going to end with a, a song. And uh, what we do is we open the altar up. We have pillows down here. I like to kneel right after I preach to just kind of do a reset for my week. Uh, But you can come up and just kneel and pray. And maybe for you, this is the first first time you've ever prayed. And you're just like, I'm going to go down there. Or maybe you just want to sit in your chair, which is totally fine. And just be like, God, I don't even know if I believe you can hear me, you know. That's a great prayer. That is an excellent prayer. Good job, right? There'll be some people uh, here by the cross who will pray for you if you have something that you're going through and you're like, hey, I got this really big meeting coming up or whatever it is, and just go up and uh, they'll, they'll just pray for you. Just It's really nice sometimes to have a person that you hear them praying for you. And um, uh, Jason, thanks for filling in, by the way. Yeah, really, really appreciate it. Um, uh, Handsome Tanner is coming back next week but uh, he, he, he's, uh, he's he's in Florida so, so he's coming back. He, he always calls me Handsome John. Okay so um, but uh, this is a great way to connect uh, with God and so I, I go and I, I kneel down and then uh, after Jason's done playing I'll come back up and do a blessing and we can go. Lord Jesus thank you for your goodness thank you for watching over your children thank you for being a great 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 dad that loves to hear all the stories even when you know what the ending is and so we thank you for that lord i pray over all these people here that they would feel a connection to you this week that they would feel uh, a new boldness as the word says to go boldly before the throne of god so we thank you for Now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I pray you would go in his peace, in his strength, and in his courage. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week.